Justin. Hello, Hubert. You inglorious bastard. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you Tarantino. Yes. Um. All right. Well, the cat, the cat's out of the bag. We're going to talk about inglorious bastards tonight. Um, because Dustin, you've just now seen this for the first time. I did. Yeah, it came out in 2009, so I'm a little bit late. Why did you? But that's okay. Why did? Why <laughs> sounds so negative? Why did you do why this? Did you see this? <laughs> why? Why? Why would you do this to yourself? Yeah. I woke up one morning, my son was fussing. And so I went to pick him up and like twisted my back in a weird way. And my back like popped up high and I went down and I was like, oh, <laughs> and so basically I had to spend the day in the bed. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was I was in there I, in the bed. I had my laptop and I was like, what am I going to watch today? So I'm like looking at Netflix, looking at Hulu, looking at Disney Plus. I'm like, eh, eh, eh. like I have a list going of movies that I want to watch, sure. but I'm just like, yeah, I'm just not feeling any of these. So I was like, break glass in case of back injury. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, so what's something that I have not thought about until this very second that I might want to watch? Yep. And so um, I Googled best movies on streaming. And for some reason, this was on the list. Maybe it was on streaming at some point yeah. in life. And um, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, I haven't seen that. I wonder if that's streaming anywhere, actually. And so I, like, I looked, and it wasn't streaming where they said it was. And so I just Googled it, and it was like, oh, it's available on TBS. And I was like, okay. So I went to TBS.com, and there it was. And I was like, okay. Oh, um, you can just do that. Didn't even know, didn't even know you could do that. Um, <laughs> and uh, so there you go. Wow. There's a, a trick for you. The only, the only thing is it is they do drop the audio on uh, F-words. I don't oh. know why. Well, I don't know why. There's not that That's many. the only thing. I mean, there's That's the only thing I saw. There's not that many I, in this movie. Yeah, I was just like, like I heard it. And I was like, oh, the audio glitched. Oh. And then it happened again later. And I was like, oh, oh. nope, that's intentional. Got it. Um, And so, um, but but regardless, like, so I watched it and uh, mostly because I just had nothing else to do. Sure. And I liked it. Yeah. I did not expect to like this movie. I just expected to fall asleep to it. Yeah. And I didn't. Yeah, I saw this in theaters, I think. Did you? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. We would have been in college. Um, yeah, um, I don't remember. I don't remember the theater experience, but um, I think I saw. I'm, I'm not positive, honestly. But I, you didn't I, see it with with any of us, I, right? No, I don't think so. Maybe I, it was when you're. I don't know back if, home. I don't point. know if this came out in the summer or what, but yeah, it could have been. I know that. I know that I don't remember. Yeah, I did. It did. Okay. I Yeah, I had to have been home. I feel like I would have seen it with my high school friends. Yeah. But like, yeah, I like probably with, with Ian. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, I I definitely don't remember the first time I watched it. Like, I don't, I don't remember renting it. I remember going like, oh, I'm going to buy this, sure. you know. Um, yeah. And so I, I still have it on DVD. So when you're like, hey, I watch it. I was like, oh, I own this movie. I'll, I'll watch it too. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, I still love it. Uh, I gave it four, yeah. I gave the same rating you did four stars. Four stars. Um, yeah, I just think it's, I think it's excellent. Um, yeah. like it, I would put it among Tarantino's best movies and, you know, I've seen all of them except for once upon a time in Hollywood. Um, okay. but like, I, I mean, I love Pulp Fiction. I love Reservoir Dogs. I even love Jackie Brown. People call that like his first like step down because it was so different. Mm. But it's like I love Jackie Brown. This is, I think, only the second Tarantino movie I've ever seen. Right. After Pulp Fiction. Yep. Yeah. And and so he 
Tarantino, what he's really good at is I, everyone always talks about his dialogue and that's true, but like what he's good at is setting, setting a mood and he's really good at creating characters that feel lived in, that feel like they have a life outside of this story. Um, yeah. And he's really good at like, um, I don't want to say world building because th- at this point that term feels reductive, but like he's good at, I think, what did I call it in my review? I said like, a, it, yeah, it, it reads, it, it flows like a really great, it's the same thing I've, I, I've said about Goodfellas. Like it feels like a novel. It's full mm-hmm. of characters those characters each have like a distinct story and character to them. They interact with each other the way that you would want those characters to interact. Mm -hmm. Some of them die as a result of that. Some of them change and go to over here, you know, they do stuff, but like it's a, it's, it's a story full of characters who interact and do things and collide with each other. And it makes for a very exciting and well-paced narrative, especially with a, in, in a movie where it's just a lot of people talking it's just yeah. there's so much this movie it's just people talking and the whole time you're like oh shit like the the whole time like that that first scene is like was like 20 minutes long he yeah, just he just christoph waltz is just talking to that farmer and he's like dude do i you know do i want to let's talk about milk and it's just like what's going on like what are you are you right. weird do you love this you love this milk like it's just but it, it's so great and it's mm-hmm. just a slow burn of like do you know what they call me Yes. Do you want to tell me that you know what they call me? Uh, No. Go ahead. Tell me what you know. And so some people might go like, God, it's excruciating, but it's like, no, it's, it's because it matters. And he's going to explain why. And it just, it, it just, it's, it's great. You could argue it's maybe a little overindulgent in like the detail of the conversation. I don't think so. I think it builds tension and it reveals Mm -hmm. character. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, so I, I think it's full of, you know, just terrific performances from all these actors. Um, and obviously the highlight being Christoph Waltz. I thought Diane Kruger is, I think she's excellent in this film. Um, Mm -hmm. and, but there's a lot of standout performances from actors that I don't, whose names I don't know. I mean, Melanie, Melanie Laurent is amazing in this movie. She's great. Uh, Daniel Bruhl is great. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and then like, I know I'm monologuing as much like a lot of the characters in this, in this story, but I'll say this, like the fact that the majority of this film is spoken in foreign languages adds to the musicality of the movie, the pattern in which they speak to each other. Um, I, I said this before with like, with, with parasite and other, uh, other films we've, we've watched that are mostly subtitled. Just the fact that people don't speak in, in predictable American uh, highs and lows of intonation. The fact mm. that, you know, French and German, I think that's all they speak in this movie, but but the fact that those languages are just so beautiful to listen to, even German, which you might perceive as like this, blah, 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 blah. it's so musical and yeah. so wonderfully spoken by all these actors. Um, it's just so impressive. Like you, you think of Diane Kruger and you're like, Oh, I like her in national treasure. But it's like, you, you actually like watch a movie where she speaks German and yeah. it's like, it's, 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 it's a completely different experience watching that actor. Yeah. Same with Michael Fassbender, yeah. like, you know, yeah. and maybe yeah. that's why I find Brad Pitt to be like the least impressive person in this movie, just because yeah. he's, he's being a, a country caricature. Um, yeah. you know, but although, although it is classic when he tries to speak Italian. Sure. He's like, Orlami. Buongiorno. Yeah, Buongiorno. Or whatever. Grazie. <laughs> Grazie. <laughs> the same way he says Nazi. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Anyway, that's that's my mall. I, I love Inglorious Bastards. I, I I was putting it back in. I was like, all right, Dustin and I are gonna talk about this. I, you know, I, I remember liking this. I haven't seen it in a while. No, I love Inglorious Bastards. It's still it's yeah. still really really great. Yeah, I, I was I was um, taken by the 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 structure of it and and the way it, it's so weird that you talk about you have to know the rules so you can break the rules. And this is a good example of mm-hmm. that. Um, like Tarantino obviously knows how to structure a three act film. Yes. Um, and, and this is a little bit different because in a weird way, our protagonist character is Melanie Laurent. Uh, her, her character Shoshana, Shoshana. Shoshana yep. is, is essentially the protagonist. She, yeah. um, is sort of the driving force that makes decisions. Um, but, um, there's also Brad Pitt and his and the bastards. Uh, groups. Yeah, right. It, and and it, they're the title characters, yes. but it, it doesn't. Um, they're not the main. They're like no. they're not our protagonist. Um, that's sort of like a B story. Yeah, um, it really is. And then <laughs> and and then weirdly though, she's the protagonist, yep. and they're the title characters. The character with the most screen time is probably Christoph, Christoph Waltz. Waltz. Yep. Um, who is essentially the antagonist yes. of the film. Um, but it is not a, an antagonist film. Like it's not a film about an antagonist. Um, he's just there and he's there to be a roadblock to every other character. Um, he's wonderfully intelligent as well. Yes. Uh, extremely, extremely threatening, like a, a perceptive, intelligent, articulate, polite, but ultimately extremely dangerous person. You know, Correct. He strangles yeah, a, he, it, he strangles a woman to death in this movie. Like just in correct. case you forgot that he's not just yep. this charming. He's yeah, he's a bad dude. He's bad. Brad Pitt is kind of chewing the scenery a little bit here, sure. but it works. Yeah. Like it's it's great. Yeah. And then like Eli Roth and uh and um uh BJ Novak and uh, Sam Levine. <laughs> Sam Levine, yeah. I was like, what's his name from yeah. Freaks and Geeks? Yeah. Um that like they're they're all here. And and none of them really matter too much to the story, but they all give great performances. Yeah. And um, and I, I don't know. I, I so I was taken by the structure of it and the fact that um, Shosana is the is the most interesting character. Yeah. Uh, to me, uh, well, Christoph Waltz is the most interesting character, but she's you know are, are the most interesting character. Then and, and what she goes through is super it's emotional. Like it, 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 it's a good, uh, story for her that, that entire conversation that she's having with Christoph Waltz in the restaurant and, um, and it's polite and she's well-mannered. And the second he leaves, she breaks down. It's like, like all that, she releases all that fear and all that anger and all of that sadness all in one little moment. Um, as soon as he leaves the table, it's like this is a really good and affecting performance and a really good, uh, well-written screenplay because all of that's bubbling under there, and you you kind of know that it is, mm-hmm. um, but but the trick is that she can't show it, right? Right, and so then you have that moment where um, Tarantino knew I have to I have to give her that moment to breathe when he leaves, yeah, right, like. Like this is all really smart and 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 well done, and I, I just I really loved the like chapter structure of it, and and typically movies with casts this large, yeah. 
I'm I'm like, ah, I want you to be more focused on the main character. Like I, I want to feel focused sure. on your protagonist. Um, and and even though this what didn't feel focused, it didn't feel underwritten. And a lot of times that's what I'm bucking up against is if it's not focused, it's underwritten, mm-hmm. but this isn't. Um, so so I really enjoyed, you know, all that there is to this movie. Um, and, um, and, and it'll stick with me in terms of just like the, the, how memorable some of these scenes are. Um, you talked about that opening scene, which is so long. Yeah. Um, to me, the scene that seemed to last forever was when they're in that little pub Yeah. and, um, and it's like, man, they are here for a long time. Right. It's like, I mean, that's gotta be a half hour. Every, every scene time Wilhelm sits back down, you're like, Jesus Christ, buddy. Like, can you... You're making, right. you're making the it's scene like, longer. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, then we cut to a new part of the pub and we see a new character that we haven't seen right, before. Who's been there the whole time. And it's like, oh, oh no. Yeah. No. And it's like that, that sort of like visceral moment of, oh, oh shit. This person is here. You know, the, he's, he's in, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's an authority figure. He's not drinking and yep. he has noticed something that's dangerous yes. for our characters, you know? Yep. It's like you almost, they almost got out of it. They almost shut right. up this drunk idiot. And then he's yep. like, ah, oh, actually you're right. His, his accent's weird. Where are you from? And where are you, you need from? to tell me cause I'm a commanding officer. It's like, Oh God. Right. <laughs> yep. It's, it's out of the frying pan into the fire yeah. throughout this whole thing, which I love. Yeah. I love stuff like that. And, and it's characters acting intelligently, yes, which is a huge thing because so much of the cheap storytelling we're seeing today is like uh, problems that would be solved by a simple conversation or problems that would be solved if anybody used half of a brain cell. Right. Um, But, but in this it's like people are really smart and I buy that they're smart. I don't know. It's just, it's super interesting to me that this film had that effect on me where you cut to the new part of the pub and I, and I feel that feeling. Mm -hmm. And then, and then when uh, I think it's Christoph Waltz finds um, Diane Kruger's uh, heel. Yeah. And it's like, oh crap. Yeah. And so I keep having these moments where I'm like, okay, we're done with that. Oh crap. Yeah. Oh no. He finds a now heel. This is a- yeah. Someone yeah. was here and then he finds the autograph. Yes. And then it's yeah. like, oh God, man. Yeah. And again, well-written screenplay because all of these clues are, it's not like just like a thing. These are written into the story. Um, Hey, can I have your autograph from my son? Whatever. Yeah, Great. Yep. Perfect. Fine. You never think a thing about it. It doesn't nope. feel weird because it, it's not like, at least for me and on my watch, I wasn't going, that's going to come yeah, back. You're just like, oh, cool. She's, she's trying to get rid of them. And then like when, right. when Krista, when, when Landa finds it, you're like, son of a fucking bitch. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it. oh God, it never ends. Yeah. She should have, she should have pulled it off him, but she wasn't thinking about it because she'd been shot and she was just trying to get out of there, you know? And then they're in the theater and he kills Diane Kruger and you're like, Oh no, he knows everything. And so he goes and he finds, and and you're like, okay, but he left the other two guys with their bombs. What's going on? Right. And, and, but then you're like, he's too smart to not. And then you're like, Oh, come on. Yeah. And it just like, it never ends. And so now you're just like, man, can can there be some release of this tension? And it's just like, yeah, it's just, it just builds and builds and builds. And I love that about it. Yeah. Um, so here, here's what this film made me want to do. So as previously mentioned, I've not seen any other Tarantino film except for Pulp Fiction. Right. The reason being I didn't love Pulp Fiction. Right. I, 
I I understand the merit in it. I see it. I didn't care for it. Yeah. And between that and the fact, as you know, um, that every person at film school wants to be Quentin Tarantino so badly. So much, yeah. That me even having only seen Pulp Fiction and just like through osmosis understanding Tarantino's sensibilities Mm -hmm. and seeing it over and over and over in student screenplays and in their short films. And it's like, Oh, I grew so tired of it. That and like, what's one of the reasons why I can't stand Tim Burton is because everybody (laughs) idolized him. They didn't, they didn't try to make his stuff, but they like they did Tarantino, but they, they idolized him. And it's like, man, I I just can't stand either of these people. A lot of these people get idolized right as that part of their career is ending. And the terrible part of it is beginning. Like yep. Tim Burton was idolized for somewhat meritorious reasons because let's sure. see, well, hold on. Well, maybe at the 2007, what he said, he had just made like sweet, just about to make Sweeney Todd, yeah. which I like, but isn't like quintessential, well, quintessential Burton. Although I do, I do like Sweeney Todd. It's a departure, he, but he he had made some, some stinkers, but right. at the same time, like, like the, he, I think his most recent film was like, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or something like that. Yeah, probably. And it's like, that was probably like 05 oh, Wait a minute, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, that was 05. But people were like, yeah, Burton's great. That Willy Wonka movie was weird, but he's great. And then like the next 10 years, he just made like Dark Shadows and Alice in Alice Wonderland. Wonderland. And, yeah. and you're like, okay. <laughs> yep. But, but at the same time, like it's understandable because art students just gravitated toward that like outsider sensibility that you know, Edward Scissorhands had and Beetlejuice and whatever. And it's like, oh, I'm an outsider. I I also like Edward Scissorhands because I feel like I have Scissorhands. And, you know, and yeah. so it's like, you know, that that feeling of of being an outsider. Um, and so he was sort of like the uh, every, everybody's spirit animal. Yeah. And um, and it was almost like it was uh, at least where we went to school when we went to school. It was it was too expected of you to like Steven Spielberg, you know, so it's like I'm not going to I'm not going to like Steven Spielberg because everybody likes Steven Spielberg. I'm going to like something else that's less mainstream. And that's where Tarantino comes in. And so, um, you know, um, I just grew a disdain for that. But what this makes me want to do all that to say, it makes me want to watch more Tarantino. Um, Good. Maybe that's something I'll actually do. Maybe I won't, but I, you know, there, there are things that uh, I have some interest in, like, um, like this one right here, which I, which I ironically own Django Unchained. Oh yeah. But I've never seen it. I recently rewatched that. Okay. Yeah. So it makes me want to watch some stuff and hope that it reaches at least this level. Um, this is not a perfect film, but. It's pretty darn good. So I, I'll take a movie like this any day. Yeah. I mean, I would recommend Tarantino's oeuvre to most people, although some of it is like it, some of it is clearly like, I mean, there were, he takes every opportunity possible and he does it several times in this movie to talk about film knowledge. Like yeah. one of the soldiers, like before the war was a film critic, you know, yeah. and like they talk about Fritz Lang a lot. And it's like, yeah. have you seen the blah, 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 I was in the volcano scene and then the director. And it's like, for God's sake, man, you have to shoehorn this, this, eso- this specific knowledge you have yeah, this knowledge into yeah. this World War II story. But it does work because 
you know, especially around that time, people love movies yeah. and Germans love movies. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it, yeah. it, it is part of culture across cultures. Um, yeah. you know, but then you start getting to the point where he's making movies. Like I want to make a movie once upon a time in Hollywood. And it's like, all right. And one of the reasons I didn't watch that was like, I don't think I can sit through Tarantino making a movie about the movie industry mm. because I just feel like I'll probably watch it at some point, but that's the only one I haven't seen because I was like, I don't really care about the story. I, I do like Brad Pitt a lot, but I don't tend to like him in certain director's films. Sure. It's weird. Um, and I was just like, I don't know. I, I yeah. you know, I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll check it out at some point. But like, I, I, I did watch rewatch Django recently and I don't know if I like it as much as this, but it is, it, it is good. Oh, I rewatched uh, the hateful eight recently. And mm. that's another one I, I like slow burn, yeah. great atmosphere. Yep feels novel-esque but of yeah. course it's inherently visual because there's so much nonverbal storytelling you know like it's but um i'm about to re-watch i'm gonna watch the extended cut they made for netflix the one that they did i was gonna say there's like 12 cuts of that movie uh, really? <laughs> i don't know where to begin no there's okay. like two but yeah <laughs> the theatrical is long and it's you know it, it's like three hours long but there's like a three and a half or a four hour version that they split yeah. into episodes so i'm curious to watch i just need some distance because i watched it like six months ago but like i'm gonna check it out at some point because i want to know i want to see it in that form and go okay yeah. how is this story structured like a limited series is that better yeah. or is it better as a film because it does feel kind of like bastards does in a way episodic or chapter based mm. even though it's one story yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. But you know, it, 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 obviously this is better as a film that you sit and watch sure. in one sitting, not something yeah. you know, anyway. So, but Tarantino, there's a reason I was, I thought it made sense when he was like, I'm going to make like one more movie and I'm going to retire and like write novels. I was like, that's perfect. That's perfect yeah. for him. You know, yeah. that's what he, that he should keep writing and he should write novels. Like that's what yeah. he, I think he yeah. said when he writes his screenplays, he begins in novel prose. Hmm. Like he writes them as novels, basically, just to yeah, just so you don't have to just to get the thought out. Yeah, and, and, structure. and it's similar to how I I write sometimes. Just you don't want to fuck with format all the time. Yeah, like yeah. remember interior day. It, sometimes yeah. you you want to write someone's inner thoughts, even though you're not supposed to in a screenplay. Yeah. So you just go, all right, let me just get the story out in prose, and then I'll go back yeah. and adapt it during my revisions. Yeah, and yeah. that's what he does. Uh, so, uh, yeah. yeah, kudos. It's interesting. You know, I, I still think there's some, some, some of his sensibilities that I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a hard time with. Mm -hmm. However, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this proved, this at least proved to me that the guy can make a solid film. Yeah. Um, and so we'll see, we'll see where that goes in terms of my curiosity with his other, his other work. Yeah, totally. Yeah.